0: This is Andy and Hedy coming to you live from your Belinda, California, for the Living Fearless Devotional.
1: This is a very strange color we are now. Look at, like a grayish green. What? But those of you on the podcast don't have to struggle through this very interesting visual we have tonight. Let me see. Let
0: me see. The, oh, oh,
1: please join us on resurrectministry.com where you can find all of me and Andy's content that we um, curate and prepare for you to deepen your relationship with Christ. Whether, um, you've been walking with him for a very long time, or you haven't yet met him, um, the Lord Jesus Christ will meet you where you are. If you care to partner with us, um, you can click the donate button now. That would surely be a blessing. And if you want to drop us a comment, we'd love to hear from you. You can go to the comment section and just um, give us your feedback, whatever it may be. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have a good landing. I didn't have a landing.
0: He, so, had a, he had a landing like they have at Orange County Airport. He you just go. bounced into the airport. Soft and sudden. If any of you have ever landed in Orange County, uh, which is also known as John Wayne Airport, you'll know what I'm talking about.
1: Ray wants to get um, the yoga exercises and massage.
0: Oh, app. does she? Oh, that's fantastic.
1: <laughs> One of our daughters wants a <laughs> massage app. I don't, I don't know what, how you get a massage on an app, but you never know. Sounds like a great the, idea. There
0: is you know? a massage app where they come to your house. It's like an Uber type of thing. You make an appointment, which I I used to do that.
1: You used to be the masseuse? Or the no! You used
0: to be- <laughs> I used to have that where they would come to my house and give me a massage. A legit massage. Why do you look at me like that? Isn't
1: it like Tinder for massages where they're like, <laughs> my name is Brittany. I'm, I'm five 5'7", blonde hair, and I use acupressure. No, let me
0: see if I still have it on my phone. I think it's called Soothe, I think.
1: Yeah, so also oh, so it's like a
0: handyman. Yeah, um, soothe.
1: Oh,
0: look at that. Yeah, and so they come to your house.
1: Ask not to track, because that's creepy. Yeah. Anyways, going on. <laughs>
0: it's called soothe, folks. It's called soothe. It's legit. It's not one of those things mm-hmm. that you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the reason I'm red is because, as you can see, I was at an El Dorado lacrosse game today. So it says lacrosse down there. And um, it was very sunny today. It has not been sunny. It's like our our skin is not used to seeing the sun. It's almost like we've been living in Portland, Oregon for the last God help couple us. of months or whatever it is. Yes. God's um, blessing. Rain
1: is the blessing. Yes.
0: All right. We're reading from uh, Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon. Which way do I need to go? Do you think? Here. Yeah, yep. That's it. Okay. And it's for March twenty fifth, and the reference is Luke twenty two forty eight. That says, "Are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss?" I love how he turns this whole thing around. This is, this is good. Very creative. Charles Spurgeon says in this devotional, "My enemy's kisses are deceitful. Therefore, I therefore I must be on guard when the world puts on its loving face. For whenever possible, it will betray me just as it did my master with a kiss. Mm-hmm. Whenever someone is about to stab my faith in the back, <laughs> he typically pretends to have great reverence for it." I must beware of the slick hypocrisy that is the armor bearer of heresy and apostasy. Knowing how the ungodly love to deceive, I must be as shrewd as snakes in order to detect and thereby avoid the schemes of the enemy. May my soul graciously learn today from the youth who lacked judgment when tempted by the woman with crafty intent. She took hold of him and kissed him. And with persuasive words led him astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk. May I never be seduced by the smooth talk of the world. May it have no effect on me whatsoever. Holy Spirit, keep me a poor, frail son of man from being betrayed with a kiss. Yet what if I am guilty of the same cursed sin as Judas, the one doomed to destruction? I have been baptized into Christ Jesus am a member of of his visible church and sit at his communion table. But are all these nothing but kisses on my lips? Am I truly sincere? If not, I am the lowest of traitors. Do I live as carelessly and worldly as unbelievers while professing the follower of Jesus, to be a follower of Jesus? If so, I am exposing Christianity to ridicule and leading people to speak evil of the holy name by which I am called if I live so inconsistently surely I am I am a Judas and it would be better for me if I had not been born (laughs) do I hope to stay free and clear in this matter then dear Lord keep me pure make me sincere and true and protect me from every false action never allow me to betray my savior Dear Jesus, I do love you, and although I often grieve you, my heart's desire is to be faithful to the point of death. Oh God, may you keep me from being a smooth-talking hypocrite, simply professing Christ, but ultimately falling into the fiery lake, because I betray my master with a kiss. Wow. There is some good stuff here. And I want to hear. You said you had a few things come to mind.
1: Yeah, I. So the, I know we talk about this, um, quite a bit. Uh, I guess because it's it's all. I mean, it's only been a year in our lives of this like sobriety of walking with Christ mm-hmm. and being very intentional about it. But I um I was originally called to sobriety when I first came to faith, and I did, and then I fell off, and then back on the wagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the period where I was first sober, when I first came to Christ, I had joined a local church and um, they had the hierarchical structure. They had elders and deacons um, of the church. And so one of the deacons befriended me, very sweet to me, very nice, welcomed me. I went to their Bible study. My daughter was going to the youth ministry and she would have get togethers at her house almost every Friday. Mm. And so I was like, oh, that's so nice. It's like a family. We're so, And the night started out nice enough. It was, you know, just people gathering around. She would bring up food. Sometimes we would do a potluck, open a bottle of wine. Um, and I wasn't drinking at the time. One bottle. By, by the time it was 10 o'clock, they were five bottles in. And the scary thing about it, but the scary thing about it was five bottles in, and this couple didn't actually really like each other. And they would say the most horrible things to each other. I would like it got to the point where I I could only do it three times. Like I did it three times and I started going because I was like, I could not witness how bad of a witness they were to not only everybody that was there and they were the deacons, you know, but also we had 12 kids there. We all had kids and they were all there and they would start like cracking these like horrible jokes and then obscene insults to one another.
0: Like it so tea, it would it start tea. off before the drinking as a typical bible study like hi how yes. are you nice yeah. to see you god so bless nice. you yeah. and then oh my god everything's so
1: great yeah we're eating and then they're then like bottles in yeah. yeah and I'm like, it's like what you described about thanksgiving you know oh, where like yes. like some dishes would fly or yes. blows would be it was and I'm just like what it was such a wow. bad And thank God I was so in love with Jesus. Like it didn't matter. I I just found a new church, but, Mm. um, it, but that was a habit that was passed down from the pastoral staff because I went and complained to an associate pastor and listen to this, listen to how it's a, it ends up. So it's such a stain on the church because, when i went to her about why so much so many of the elders and the pastoral staff drink and like drink regularly she told me um hedia i love you but i think that this is something you're just carrying forward from the law <laughs> so she literally <laughs> threw it onto me you yeah. know what i mean and i was like and then i walked out of there like oh no like oh no am i is this like a pork thing like i'm just projecting this on the people And it was just, instead of using the scriptural references Mm -hmm. where if you're around your brother or sister that are weak, then do not be the cause of them to sin. Because we have that scripture that everything is permissible, but not everything is good, Paul Mm -hmm. describes. and He says, and so you have the right and the liberty, but do you take that right in the the face of weaker brothers and sisters? And, And as Pastor Jack explains, he stopped drinking when he realized that Oh, I don't know if he ever did, but he was explaining the story of being out in a restaurant and um, giving the example of somebody who was drinking and then didn't want people to see him to ever drink and think that was a license for those that were sober or struggling with drinking to say, oh, well, the pastor drinks, therefore I can too. Never wanting to be the source of a brother or sister to stumble, Mm. especially holding to that standard as a pastor. But um, so the problem with People who don't want to take responsibility or live scripturally is they try to deflect it sometimes and throw it onto somebody else and be like, no, you're actually the one with the problem. So it really messed with me for several weeks. Mm. But there you have
0: it. Kind of reminds me of, uh, I mean, just what you spoke of in this as a. I think it has something to do with what we're talking about. But um, at the lacrosse game today with all the parents, I, I spent time with not only the JV parents, but the varsity because my son ended up playing on the varsity team. So we were all there for a very long period of time, three hours together. And, as the game ended, some of the parents that were doing the scoring and all that kind of stuff kind of turned to each other and said, um, hey, we're all going to go to Kelly's. We're going to Kelly's. Kelly's is a tavern down the street. And they turned to me and they said, Eddie, are you coming to ta- uh, Kelly's with us all? And I said, I just said, no, I, I've i got stuff. My, I got to take Kelly home and do some other stuff. You just had to go <laughs> no, because you weren't home yet. Where? But But <laughs> there was this moment that I wanted to say something about why I don't want it, why I'm not going was because I don't drink or, you know, there was something in there, but I, I, we had such a good time. And I don't know if this has anything to do with it or not. You're going to have to tell me, but I didn't want to, to project this holier than thou type of thing that, yeah, no, I got other stuff I need to do, but thank you for inviting me. I'd I'd love to go and hang out with you guys, but um, uh, I'm going to take Kelly home. And we got some other stuff. And I think
1: that was the right choice.
0: Really? Yeah, Because I feel like sometimes, too, we don't want to be the person that says, you know what? I'm a Christian and I don't drink. And you guys, (laughs) you guys, you guys really. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: I think some of them were. Um, (laughs) But um, that is that weird thing that now would, would have never entered my mind before. But it's like, now, how do I want to address this? Because I, I think maybe there's a better time to address it, yes. not in that moment.
1: And it's also when it's, it's better, probably when there's a one-on-one or if there's, it, it. if you want to use it as an example, like you have many times before with people in our life groups and in our, mm. our home church, that are struggling with a particular thing. Like you've talked about sobriety is like, you know, listen, I did this and this was the way my life turned out. And I just feel so much better since I stopped doing that. Um, in order to help somebody else who's struggling. Mm-hmm. But if you have no indication that anybody wants the input at all, <laughs> yeah. it does tend to come off sometimes as obnoxious. Right. If it's, yeah. if it's, just, if it's just out of pocket.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, I don't know why that just came to me as you were talking about that. The other thing I was thinking about was that article I sent you about the husband who stabbed his wife during a Bible study.
1: I didn't even get
0: to read the article. Yet. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I'm so sorry I, to bring I, this to you guys. I
1: literally could see that
0: happening to the couple. Oh, that, that's what I was going to go to. Absolutely. Because that's what it sounds like, because there was an article that came out in the newspaper. It was in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, and there was a Bible study. And it's these people would get gather together, you know, these couples would all gather together and everything was normal as most of the Bible studies go. And they said that the man turned and whispered to the wife in the ear. And then she shook her head. No. And then he just pulled out a knife and stabbed her. That
1: was all.
0: Yeah. Wow. There was yeah. nothing. There was no fight. There was no fight. Uh, according to the article, no. But um, I just thought, wow, what kind of Bible study is that? And right? there's there's another thing that hit me. And I don't know if, this again, this has anything to do devotional. <laughs> so sorry. But um, do you ever think, because remember what happened to me in St. Uh, Paul? I saw Lake City. Yes. Of course. When, City. Uh, yeah. Now, there's maybe somebody listening for the first time. Oh yes, sure. where I was in a room, they were singing worship, and we were there for a a a service that was not related to the why. The reason I was there, Jesus appeared to me, and it was amazing. It, the The love and the the it was just fantastic. The girl next to me fell to the ground, demonic, demonic possessed, drooling and sweating, and and it was not even hot. It was the air conditioning was on, and she was sweating like crazy. So. When we go to Mariama's and stuff like that, we have all kinds of people fall on the ground. People start laughing hysterically. There's what do they call it? Religious laughing or Uh, Uh, holy laughter. laughter. There's all this kind of stuff. Is it possible that instead of him falling on the ground, that the devil had him grab a knife and stab his wife? I mean, is that even possible?
1: Oh, that it was a demonic, a
0: demonic possession. I mean, I don't know anything more about the story.
1: Well, if he was truly a Christian filled with the spirit, he cannot be possessed by anybody other than Jesus. Mm. So that he could have a mental illness or he could yes. have heard a voice in his ear that was like, do it, do it. Um, the devil does tempt us. He does deceive us. He does oppress wow. believers. But Who knows? Who knows how long standing that feud was, but the couple, on they said everything was like- normal.
0: Like everything was perfectly fine based on what I read in the article. If anybody else read the article or got it, I got the notification on my phone, <laughs> uh, but let me know what you see. Let's, we have a bunch uh, of our friends yeah. on.
1: Hi everybody. It's Carrie and Kate and Lisa and Cindy. Hi everyone. Lisa does not know why her notifications at 10 It's my fault. I did schedule uh, it for
0: 10 o'clock uh, and then I had to quickly change it. I just hit the wrong button. Uh-huh. I double clicked two instead of two zero, which and, is twenty hundred hours for eight o'clock. All right, okay. Yeah, I double clicked.
1: And Carrie saying, "Amen, keep me pure." On the topic of the devotional, even though we quick quickly changed <laughs> subjects, <laughs> and Cindy so saying, "That's very sad." It was. It was. Sad. Oh my gosh. Um, and that is why Cindy doesn't drink. It's a mm. Pastoral standard, also because you know they're going to be held to a higher standard. So that's awesome, Cindy. And Carrie says, it is a wing or a weight.
0: Is it a wing or a weight?
1: I don't know what that means.
0: Help us with that, Carrie.
1: Um, I love that random Rick review. I'm pretty sure the devil's behind most of it. <laughs> <laughs> random Rick. That's a funny response. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was awesome.
1: <laughs> I like that. Uh, and Lisa says, makes me think of people who think they are Christians but not. Yeah, I mean, that's what this whole devotional is about like, mm-hmm. oh, please Lord, don't make me a hypocrite. Don't make me soil your name with my actions that make, that make us look, um, that make Jesus look bad. Mm. It's, uh, it's a terrible, terrible thing to be guilty of. We have to always be conscious of that, even in the smallest ways, even in the smallest ways. And, and um, I'm speaking at, this, um, at the community church in Brea, in um, the fall and so she knows she wants me to actually address them about uh, why Christians turn to Islam and she said of all the experiences you've had of everything you've read and you've watched and you've heard and you've talked to people whose families are afflicted by that what do you think is the number one reason and I said you want to know the truth it is um, debauchery Mm. it is debauchery either in their own lives or in conjunction with their parents lives and them not believing that Christianity offers discipline. They turn to Islam for discipline. And she's like, oh my God, I, my nephew told me the same thing. And I was like, really? She says, yeah, he's, he's really struggling and he does not believe there's any discipline in Christianity. Hmm. And that's, that's tragic, right? absolutely tragic. I mean, you have a liberty, put that to the side. You have a liberty to drink, but not be drunk, not to be a drunkard. Um, but to think that there are young people that go around thinking that there is no discipline—I mean, that's what I heard repeatedly when I was a Muslim. Mm. My parents were abusive. My parents drank. I partied. I, you know, I needed to get clean. Islam looked like the best solution. So, all right, we got to be conscious of that, folks. Hooked, uh, hooked on Jesus. And, uh, hooked on Jesus. Maybe she was Pentecostal and he was a Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Oh, uh, Lisa. Matthew seven twenty four to twenty six. Therefore, whoever sees these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to the man who built his house on the rock, the solid foundation. Yep. Yes. And Carrie says we have freedom, but it is a wing to help us, or will it weigh us down?
0: Ah, uh, wing or a weight.
1: Nice.
0: That. That's
1: good, Carrie. I'm
0: gonna write that down.
1: <laughs> uh. Yes, and this is the continuation of Matthew twenty four. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who says, uh, everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, will be like a foolish man who built his house on sand. Yes.
0: This idea of um, of a kiss, and then then you turn around and stab somebody in the back. Reminds me of almost every employee that I ever had.
1: Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like this this pastor, that was the thing. She was like, oh, yeah, I love you. But it's actually you. Right. You know what I mean? It's like literally the kindness that comes before there's a in yeah. your back.
0: Oh, I mean, when you do an interview with, a, with somebody prior to hiring them, they're like, oh, and I just love working hard and I show up early and I leave I late and I always wanted to work for you and you are like the the king of all canines in the world <laughs> and not, I not the
1: canine the canine
0: trainer right uh, yeah <laughs> and then um and what is it like 3 days later they, they hey uh is Johnny here yet because they're like 15 minutes late <laughs> right and then uh, hey did you clean the I cleaned the kennels yesterday why would I clean the kennels today we got to clean them every day it's <laughs> yeah. so like like you were so You were so amazing and so like complimentary and that you would do anything to work here. And now you want to do anything but come to work. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: Isn't it sad? Yeah. It's, I must be aware, must be, I must be aware of the slick hypocrisy that is the armor bearer of heresy (laughs) and apostasy. So armor bearer, meaning it covers, hypocrisy covers heresy an apostasy. Mm. So people who either left the faith or never had the faith.
0: Right. Which is really good to know. That's a, I think one of the important things I learned from Pastor Jack Hibbs over at Calvary Chapuccino Hills reminding everybody that may not or letting yes. people know who we're talking about is that that was another really key there's a bunch of key things that he says that I go I had no idea and I never knew this before but that's the the people that suddenly fall out of uh, the faith that he says, well, then they never had the faith. They never had, they most likely they never had the faith. Absolutely. That if you can just simply fall out. And Probably
1: uh, hadn't in. they walked with us, but we're not of us.
0: Right. That's what says. Never, never even thought about that, but it's, it's deep. It is really deep. I mean, because we have, you know, worship singers and pastors that are, have, have, Decided that, and
1: I couldn't they don't uh, wrap my head around it happening to a pastor. But then, the more and more I experienced and likened it to a profession,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's how you could see it happening because it's basically you do a bunch of research, like we do, like we did. You became really good at learning, becoming a subject matter expert mm-hmm. on canines. You read a bunch, you write out a speech, and then you deliver it. After a while, that speech becomes easier and easier to deliver. So it was. It's no different with pastors. Mm. People say, "Oh no, no, they absolutely were spirit filled, but we don't know. They could have just been performers."
0: Especially now with AI. They oh could yeah, ju- they could just.
1: <laughs> you no, know, but there's a whole logo of software that could, that yep. you can help you make a whole sermon yeah. out of any topic. You know, it's like a it's like a,
0: it's like a news reporter, like a, a an anchor. They just read the teleprompter. They, they, exactly. Somebody else writes it, and they sound like they're super smart, yet they know nothing of what they talk about.
1: Right. And,
0: they, <laughs> it's and so when they
1: fall out, it's we're like, oh my god! But no, not actually, not so shocking because they were. Ju- it's just like a, a businessman going bad. It's like Bernie Madoff.
0: And you know what? The pastors that will spend time out there with their flock, taking questions and answering questions, and Pringle. Pastors, pastors that are willing <laughs> to shepherds. do that that are willing to take on those questions and without a book without a computer so and, and able say, to
1: why did they why do those pastors do it not the others right because they can answer the questions that come up uh, you right. know extemporaneously
0: or even willing to say you know what i don't know but let me let me that, that's a really good question like uh pastor um uh at uh, at kindred um de Remember I asked him about, you know, lying as a detective to get a confession yes. out of a suspect? And he goes, he had a lot of good answers, but he says, you know, that's really good though. That's a really good question. And he goes, I'm not, I, I'm not a hundred percent on the, the issue that I should tell you that it's okay to lie, but there are, um, you know, um, Resources. verses in the Bibles where it talks about that they, they hid the truth in order to save somebody's life or to hide somebody from, you know, the guard, the Roman guards and that kind of stuff. And, and then you talk, think about the Nazi, you know, during World War II that, you know, Jews lied in order to hide or no. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Germans, you German know, Christians. Christians lied in order to hide Jews from right. uh, the Nazis. So, um, but, I, but he, he took the time and he, he referenced books and that kind of stuff. That's a guy that you can trust knows and is spirit filled that he's, he knows what he's talking about. But the, the, the other ones who run, you know, and go. I'm going to the green room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hooked on Jesus gave us the scripture that I was quoting. Mm. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they may be made manifest that none of them were of us. Mm. Isn't that good? Yeah, First really John two nineteen.
0: So good. Thank you, Hooked.
1: Thank you, Hooked. <laughs> <laughs> and. Cindy says, yeah, it's okay to say I don't know and research and pray. Yep. Yes.
0: Yeah, you know, that's so hard for some people. I don't know why it is hard for some people just to say they don't know. And they instead, they try to make something up or pretend that they
1: Well, especially if you, well, I mean, you could see why that would happen if you're in a position of authority where you're expected to know.
0: Mm, I don't know. I, I, I was a dog trainer for, what was it at the time, maybe 25 years. Now it's going on close to 40 years. But I, I I've never had an issue with saying you know I don't I don't know let me <laughs> let me find out because certain breeds have certain traits that you just don't know about you know like well I'm not sure about that dog terriers are extremely different than Labrador Retrievers uh, hounds are different than German Shepherds in many ways you have to train them differently um, some trainers like to train them all the same way you can't do that and so but those trainers you would ask them a question and they would they would give you an answer and I'd say. No, that that's not correct. Are you just guessing? We'll
1: see, but that's a lot of times you could <laughs> get away with that because the person you're speaking to has no idea.
0: But it doesn't solve the problem. You actually create make the problem worse. But huh? yeah. some if you do some things with one dog, it' perfect. You do that very same thing you did with that dog that worked will not work with a different dog.
1: And then you see why they lose business.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about you know questions about you know scripture and and eternity <laughs> you you want to say i that's really good i mean it, it's a stumper that question that that little 14 year old girl or 15 year old girl asked like what how did why did you do that to me um but um it's interesting to to have Is that that daughter? no <laughs> it was the <laughs> no it was the same one that uh uh that i was joking about that said hi hedia oh and i said and said how am i
1: gonna make a distinction (laughs) how dare you i'm just a sweeter um
0: i grew up oh Oh, we so we want to get to these first i got them already really All all of them oh look at you
1: Matthew 10, 16, behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. It's a tall order right there. Yeah, it is. We're sheep in the middle of woods, uh, wolves, and we have to be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Mm-hmm. So Proverbs, um, this is the story of the young man that was duped. And so I was going to read the verses because he cites 7, 10, 13, and 21. So I was just going to read the section because I think it's it's kind of interesting. So I saw among the simple and I noticed among the young men a youth who had no sense. He was going down the street near her corner, walking along in the direction of her house at twilight, as the day was fading, as the dark of night set in. So out uh, first of all, he's out too late.
0: Then out came a woman to meet him,
1: dressed like a prostitute and with crafty intent. She is unruly and defiant. Her feet never stay at home. Not now in the streets, now in the squares, at every corner she lurks. She took hold of him and kissed him, and with a brazen face, she said, Today I have fulfilled my vows, and I have food for my fellowship offering at home. So I came out to meet you. I looked for you, and I found you. I've covered my bed with colored linens from Egypt. I perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let's drink deeply of love till morning. Let's enjoy ourselves with love. My husband's not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He took his purse filled with money and will not be home until the full moon. With persuasive words, she led him astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk. Well,
0: that's maybe the problem with her husband is that he carried a purse. <laughs> that, that's
1: well, in those days it was like a little sack. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John seventeen twelve. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by the name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that scripture would be fulfilled. Referring to Judas, of course. Mm. Romans 6, 3. Or don't you know that all of you who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Meaning we should not be engaged in that kind of shenanigans. S- shenanigans. <laughs> Mark 14, 21. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him, but woe to the man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. That's so oh, bad. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> Ooh. Revelation 19.20. Then the beast was captured and with him the false po- prophet who works signs in his presence by w- in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshiped his image. Those, these two were cast alive into the lake of fire, Jeez. burning with brimstone.
0: Burning is the worst.
1: Yeah, that's why right. There's a lot of burning. Yeah. In the, in the tribulation.
0: About what Jim says. You want me to read it? Or do you want to read it? Up to you. Go ahead.
1: If we live the life of a hypocritical Christian, then in the world's <laughs> eyes, we are crucifying the son of God all over again and subjecting him to public disgrace. Wow. That's, 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 that's it. just right there, folks, <laughs> right there, subjecting him to public disgrace. The things of the world should have no hold on us. For Paul said believers should use the things of the world as if not engrossed in them. For this world in its present form is passing away. John contrasts Christians with the world by saying the word of God lives in you and you have overcome the evil one. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And that's 1 John 2, 14 and 15. Anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. That's James 4, 4. But Jesus said, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. John 15, 15. So, can't be friends of Jesus if we're friends of the enemy.
0: So, in saying that, how
1: so there's going to be a whole lot of people surprised at the rapture i just get
0: that. <laughs> so that so on some level especially um as as we go out into the world i mean i'm changing from what i was going to say and we see people that are struggling with drugs or prostitution or debauchery it's not becoming friends with them it is becoming a a disciple to get them to understand that there's a different way and that's a life with jesus i mean if if we're not to be friends with the world does that mean we're not to be friends with people that are living in the world
1: well, that's the thing is that there's scriptural references again mm-hmm. whoever could pull that up that would be awesome but there are scriptural references to the obligation of christians to admonish other christians that are living in sin and if they do not repent and turn mm-hmm. then you're supposed to walk away from them so, those so are other those are Christians. other christians um but the best description i've heard of this was from mark driscoll where he was saying that you have an inner circle which are people you keep close, that you trust, that edify you, that draw you closer to Christ, that build you up and you build up them. Mm -hmm. And then you have people that you minister to, which is an outer ring. You don't make the outer ring your inner ring. You have people you minister to, but that's not part of your inner circle that are the people you associate with on a regular basis. Those people, as Paul describes, have a, you should have a certain expectation of, Um, obedience to the word, especially if they profess to be Christians.
0: Okay. So that's why Jesus was able to uh, hang out with or eat with tax collectors and and prostitutes, but he wasn't, he wasn't befriending them and saying,
1: we're not buddies. We're not buddies. God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm just trying to figure out where this, where this line is or if they're, uh, I don't
1: think it's a clue because people bring that up all the time. I hang out in bars because Jesus hung out with sinners. But we're right. not Jesus, first of all. Um, and, and, and second of all, and, you know, and then it goes back. We've talked about this before. Where you don't go out and lifeguard. You don't go out and try to be a lifeguard to people who are drowning because you're going to drown with them. So you got to make sure right. you have the capabilities of a lifeguard before you go hanging out in oceans trying to save people that are drowning.
0: Or you have a floaty that you give them. Right. So you're at a distance. Like <laughs> I'm still here to help you, but, here's the but point. I'm not going to put my arms around you because you're going to drown me. Right. And so you throw them the floaty, which is the Bible. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, the Bible check. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know what I mean? It's like you know, the,
0: I'm, I'm being serious. There's a, the, no, but there's you're giving a, them something to save them, a life preserver.
1: Right. Well, and here, uh, what are we referring to as being friends? So like, let's hmm. say you have a one friend in particular, John. And John's really struggling and he doesn't have the Lord in his life. And he's, you know, maybe cheating on his wife. And he, you know this. You go out for coffee with John and you're like, brother, I just want to tell you that there's a better way. Don't live a life of sin. It'll keep dragging you down. Are you saying you're being friends with him? I mean, you're ministering to him. You know what I mean? You're, you're showing him love and compassion, but you're not saying, Hey, come over and spend time with my kids.
0: Yeah. So it's the friend in the truest sense. Right. Friend is the guy that you allow into your house to hang out. Hey, watch my kids while I'm gone. Yeah. You on vacation together. Right right but being friendly to people is the difference between what you were talking about with the the cindy agrees with your analogy or pastor jack's the good word inner circle versus ministry Mm -hmm. yeah very good
1: thank you cindy and um hooked on says perfect kitty a core of inner group that we are accountable to that also encourage and edify us yeah you don't yeah you don't bring people that are still struggling and drowning into that inner inner circle.
0: I think I just created it. Cindy and I are going to create the Bible floaties. Bible floaties. I love that. There <laughs> you go. It has a little string on it. There <laughs> he
1: says, like the homeless guy you witness, but you mm. don't have to be buddies.
0: Right. Oh yeah. Okay. It's just that, that little bit that you read there was really, you know, like, wow really strong that the, your friends, what was that again? The exactly what he said, the friend, oops, what are they? It's it's actually James four, four, right? Anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Yes. But Jesus said, I called you friends for everything that I learned from my father. I have made known to you. Hmm. So interesting. I like this. Huh. good. That's why I didn't go out with those heathens that wanted to go to Kelly's. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, see, I mean, that's, and, and that's the point because it's like, well, but, and and why so? Why, why do that? Because you're just tempting yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? And you're just it, it, probably going to make them uncomfortable if all you do is drink a soda You know, so it's just kind of like, well, what's the point? Because you're not going to be ministering anything at that point. Um, And oftentimes another example that I've heard people give is that you make sure when you are ministering, when you do want to help people, it's on your terms. So it's in your territory. So you can invite people who are drunkards to your house so that you can minister to them. Meaning like when you're doing a home church or you're doing a Bible study, Mm -hmm. like we do to our buildings, the church buildings everybody is welcome because you want them to receive the power of the holy spirit you right. want them to receive christ and find saving faith
0: right you know what's funny though is uh with my red face it looks like i've been drinking
1: <laughs> <laughs> or in the sun <laughs> yeah, Subvert!
0: i am I'm so subvert <laughs>
1: uh, i spend most of my day uh in scripture and praying For the Lord to continue to renew my convictions that he has prepared for me. Amen. That's beautiful. And Lisa saying LFD, that is short for living fearless devotional, (laughs) is definitely part of my core group and a treasure from God. That's so sweet. Thank you, Lisa. It's
0: almost like LDS, but not.
1: Yeah, but not. (laughs) No. Kate saying we are to be salt and light around those in our community. We just need to be available when they reach out. They need to know that you are a lighthouse to those in darkness. Amen. That's a great way to say mm.
0: it too. One more Andy story. Yeah. Real quick one. <laughs> you, you, you do you. Both. I like what you said. Yeah. Just now you had that <laughs> little also a breath out. Like, yeah.
1: <sighs> oh, he
0: <laughs> um, so I'm going to talk about my ex-wife. Okay. And she was pregnant with Rhett. I believe it was either Rhett or Bo. One of the two. They, a lot, so yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and you had this thing where a little, little thing showed up on the heart. A, VSD? Uh, a Yeah. Pole? You know, when they do the, the little ultrasound type of thing and scan and all that, and there's something on the heart. And so they, they bring into the room and they say, you know, your kids are probably going to be, you know, you know, mentally disabled or something like that because really? of the, yeah, 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 yeah. They give you the probabilities and give you this charts, oh. and then you can determine whether you want to abort the child, like all this kind of stuff. And I mean, we're both. Told me that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm pretty sure it was both. And, um, and we go, well, number one, we're not doing any abortion. Um, and why, and, and what's the percentage? They said, well, it's like a, you know, 5% or two percent it was something like so why are you bringing why do you make like this whole big deal about it because we you you just have to be aware and if you wanted you know maybe to terminate the the birth you and we're going but we're number one we're not <laughs>
1: that's so wow
0: so that leads then to uh, we uh beth has family members who are lds and um mormons and um and they're deacons one of them is a, is a deacon. The, I don't know what that necessarily means, but it's like an elder and like one of the leaders of the church. Yeah. And so both Beth and I were Christians and he wanted to come over uh, with, uh, with another family member who is his son-in-law, Beth's cousins, husband uh, come over and they were going to pray, but they were going to put oil on her stomach, on her belly. And Uh, yeah. And so this question, (laughs) at least it goes anti-story time. And so, they came over and said a prayer, right? But it was slightly different than what we knew as, you know, our belief. And there was a the, the, to do it. I was like, going, do we really? Is this something that we should be doing? Like, this mm-hmm. doesn't seem like it's it's right. Even I mean, it's not our faith; it's their faith, and it's a false faith. I know, but but I felt like, well, I got it because it's family. And they, and they were awkward. like, we so badly want to do this for it. We just want to come over. We, we understand that this is a, a possibility and we want to go And and they were, you know, sincerely wanting to do this for, I think the right reasons, oh, for
1: sure they wanted to but it.
0: then we were saying, but, but this isn't. So what do you guys, what do you guys think? I mean, we, as we went through with it. Fortunately, everything worked out. The kids were born just fine and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and but there was a moment there, like, wow, did we just allow the demonic to enter our house? And not only that, be prayed over.
1: You did, uh, but he <laughs> who is in you is stronger than he who is in the world. <laughs> you just bit the
0: you just bit the
1: bullet, but yeah.
0: let's rephrase. Mm.
1: Imagine today. One of our children, God forbid, was not feeling well. Got sick, and my brother said, "I'm going to come over." And no,
0: <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, I would not fall for it again. <laughs> okay. But I just wonder: is there any damage? I think is also the question: is there any damage I, I, I mean, done?
1: Again,
0: we've
1: raised the question to you. Ugh. Is there any damage
0: that would be done? <laughs> why not let him do it? No, there's damage. There's, there's It's just you're allowing. It's like we don't want a, a picture. Right? Uh,
1: it's just like saying, "Which wants to come over and do voodoo?" Like, yeah, there's no. nothing wrong. Or tarot or, cards. Yeah. Or an astrologer wants to come over. And run right. crystals on you.
0: Yeah. I don't know why we weren't. See, again, that was a different time. Oh, oh it's a different time for
1: you. Different the time Holy for
0: me. Spirit would tell you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Not. For no, that would that would not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say no. That's not our faith. I mean, yeah. I, I I would probably be better prepared. That that's what tells you that I was not. Walking with God. Yes. Because it was, it, was, uh, it was an afterthought. It was after it happened, I thought, wow, that seemed weird. Right. Because what he said didn't sound in line with what I know to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Speaking of, we had this funny experience when this doctor was trying to recommend this treatment um and it's actually if i even say it out loud kate's gonna flip out on me but um (laughs) it's an an alternative treatment that i would not condone by any stretch of the imagination so i'm not even gonna mention it but she turned around and said what about you mom um it was she was actually talking to my daughter about the treatment Then she looks at me and she goes uh, what about you, mom? And I said, Oh no, no, I am good. Jesus fixed me. And she's like, Oh no, that's not true. I know a lot of broken Christians, and I'm like, Not this Christian. I'm like, Whatever's broken, only Jesus is gonna fix.
0: And <laughs> yeah, she's you need it. Like, okay. The Christian she's talking about was the uh, where's the scripture I'm about? With us yeah. In front of us. yeah,
1: yeah. I we'll was like, other. I'm not the, I'm all good. I'm all good. Thanks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, exclusive. Yes. I'm not understanding where the exclusiveness came from either. Not sure about exclusiveness because the Lord said to go to all the world and preach the gospel. Um, I'm not not sure where that came from. Either.
0: Um, I think I know what she's talking about, but I don't know how to explain it. Not not to go out into the world and in. Oh, and that's be- for sure. Become... But I,
1: yeah, help John Jesus answered. Yeah. Exclusive in the sense of a core inner group. Yes, of course, the gospel is not exclusive. And I think there was a misunderstanding. Yeah, absolutely. Core inner group, meaning the people you rely on to pray for you to edify you to, to keep you accountable. um, People you walk with Jesus with, you know, that's your core inner group. But then the group that you minister to could be just about anybody. It's, It's everything that we do. It's evangelism. It's, it's hosting people in our home. It's our friends and family. Yeah, because
0: we don't know when we do our home church, we don't know who's coming. Never. We, we, we have people come often that we say, oh, who yeah. are you? We don't know
1: where they are in who? the walk. We don't know what they do. <laughs> Nothing. We're just there to preach the
0: gospel. Yeah, but they, we don't let them stay the night.
1: No, I mean, Sometimes
0: they're... it feels like they're going to stay the night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and many of those people are members of our inner group. That yeah. just is an overlap. Yeah. Yes, But the purpose of the home church is not a gathering of our inner group. It's to preach the gospel and have an open home.
0: Right. And I haven't, like, uh, um, you know, kicked my oldest daughter out of the family because she doesn't – isn't a Christ follower. And she's not. Um, But she believes in God, she says. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm still going, okay, so –
1: Well, and at her age, that's not – you're you're not accountable for that now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the the your responsibility was when you were raising her. And now, you know, it's it's in her hands what she wants to do. You that, can continue to be a source of light and encouragement and you know, providing opportunity, but mm. it's up to her.
0: She reminds me a little bit of me in the mid stages between being a Catholic and be being a Christian, where I was f- fighting off the relationship with God for whatever reason, I, I don't even know why just cause I was so angry about some of the stuff I experienced. In, in the, um, but I feel that that happens because she has actually, I mean, can, other than the tattoos and the piercings, she's got, she's got pretty good morals. I mean, she really does. I mean, yeah, she really loves, she person. loves our kids. She loves us. And she's an amazing Absolutely. person um, and gets emotional when she forgets to call me for my birthday, like she did this year and gets really sad. Um, but um, yeah, but there there's that this struggle I think that she's having with um, understanding what it means to be faith filled. Yes, it, it means for her, like even me, it means that the fun ends. I, I, I that was one of the reasons I did. I go, well, I don't want to stop having fun. I'm, I'm going to become a yeah. Christian. It, it's exactly I have enjoy life way more now than than before. Yes. It's way more enjoyable. It's fantastic with walking with God Um and a dog. name of my book, by the way, Falco, walking with God and the dog.
1: Uh, So Kate says, amen. It's easy to be in a holy huddle and not go and help the lost, addicted sinners with no hope. It Mm. was uh, three, mostly guys who stepped into my world and shone a light in my hopelessness. Amen. Absolutely. Kate. Absolutely. That is, um, that is a great commission. That is what we're tasked to do. So yeah, I hope we clarified what we meant by that.
0: Lisa's laughing at my face.
1: Yeah, it seems like you're getting redder.
0: It's <laughs> because I'm laughing. Uh,
1: you know understand Aussie lingo. <laughs> Probably not. No, we 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 struggle we try. a little bit. Yeah, we try. We're catching on more and more. I think.
0: All right. we got them all.
1: Yes, and it's been okay. 15 minutes. I think it's.
0: I have one more story. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't have any more stories. All right, my love. Anything uh, else? Do you have anything else? Do you have a Hedia story? No. No, I did. Oh, question. Hooked on Jesus. Falco. <laughs> That's the question.
1: Does Hedia laugh at all your jokes or do you ever get a blank stare in an eye? <laughs> uh,
0: on the devotionals, to, on the I devotional, the, these are, she laughs.
1: <laughs> Gracious. Because
0: she doesn't want to Not laugh. (laughs) To
1: not not look like a uh, doting wife.
0: (laughs) As soon as the camera's off, I tell the best joke in the world and she'll be fair. No.
1: Be fair. I almost always laugh at his jokes, except the ones I don't get.
0: I will tell you.
1: So I don't get a lot of
0: jokes. Yeah, she doesn't get a lot of jokes. I just
1: don't. I'm very just I'm a little too intense. But I do want
0: I do want to let hooked on Jesus and anybody else who cares about um there has been now early on when when a couple meets, there's a little bit of giddiness and uh, no. oh you're so Eyelash sweet, men. oh yeah, you're so oh, good <laughs> so and then the 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 all that just kind of wanes <laughs> a little bit, and then we had our moments where we were still living in our flesh and in our in the world because yes. we it was, a, was it was a little disaster. bit of a struggle yeah it was it was uh, and that when ends up happening is that we. Um, we, we loosen up some of the things that cause us, uh, difficulty. That are new um, for us. That's yeah. not our
1: way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Especially yeah. with us because we're so different in so many different ways. And, and in your case, if I can just talk about you for one moment and, and not but about it's me, it's good. rare that I, that I, that.
1: You could that. Criticize yourself.
0: No, but your, um, sense of humor, your, uh, getting my humor because you used to not get my humor there were things that i would say that i thought was hysterical and you would get a little bit upset about it. And i go no that was that was a joke i was that was a-
1: no jokes at my expense <laughs> just just right telling you right now golden rule for Hedia, no jokes at my expense <laughs> i don't care if that's obnoxious or thin-skinned or whatever you want to call it but no.
0: Once but it, you
1: once you just once you agreed with that rule, like once you're like okay, you're off limits. Mm-hmm. Then I was fine.
0: But then I was able to bring up bring up a little bit of the of the little bit of a little bit of a joke about you.
1: You just like jabs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you found it funny, like when you would run, I would say, "Look at you! Look like a gazelle."
1: See to me, that's not an insult. Oh. Those gazelles are beautiful. <laughs> if you said you run like a rhinoceros. <laughs> I would never have been accepted
0: today when you ran into the bedroom and jumped on the bed, it was a little bit of rhinoceros. And- <laughs> but You didn't say
1: that. You said you were so focused. You said that was brilliant. I, you were
0: so- <laughs> oh, you are concentrating. You look, like a, you look like the guy who invented the Flosbury flop, the, the, uh, the high jumper. If you've not know what the Flosbury flop is. Really is. Oh, really? Yeah. And the high jumping for decades and years uh, since greece until the 60s it used to jump over the oh, high bar, bar. used to jump over the high bar to, face first care. but then this man his last name is fosbury i can't remember his last his last his first name but he jumped backwards over the bar and that was called the fosbury flop okay and so today you were
1: you <laughs> <laughs> consciousness
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, your your humor, uh, your sense of humor, your understanding of humor has gotten so much better because now you and and you're just enjoying life now because you're with me. <laughs> <laughs> you so thanks, thanks, Jesus. hooked on Jesus. You, you
1: would you like me to talk to your wife? Are you having trouble <laughs> <at your> jokes? <laughs> Honestly, Andy has brought a lot of humor into my life. I was not a funny person, nor did I. Under- I, I don't know what it is. I just didn't get jokes. Yeah, for the
0: you, you've part. even been funny
1: just like you've yeah, even had some right? i go wow that
0: was so funny what you just said <laughs> all right humor uh, is a gift
1: amen yep. so true and cindy has a cindy story oh i can't ahead. wait
0: yes hey cindy can we ever play your voicemails on our <laughs> on our broadcast because you have or we may just bring you on live we're gonna bring you we'll send you a link and you can come on live right and join us with one of uh with one of your stories that would be awesome <laughs> the,
1: the <sighs> jesus is the guy who already, he actually followed that story of yours uh, this is deep but the guy who invented the Fosbury flip was named Fosbury. Yeah. Isn't that why it's called the Fosbury
0: flip? Fosbury flop. Flop. Not the flip. But that's okay. Fosbury, yeah. I don't remember his first name. It could have been Jimmy. Oh. Or it can be it could be Frank. You remember
1: his name?
0: You can remember Jerry, his first Mark name?
1: grave. You <laughs> can remember
0: his name. Who's who's buried in Grant's tomb is the joke. What 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 What, kind, what did you just say? I don't know. Jokes, <laughs> I told you. I so the teacher asks, who can tell me who's buried in, in Grant's tomb? Yeah. And then he goes, uh, <laughs> like Fosbury? <laughs> who the
1: Fosbury flop.
0: I don't know his first name. I am going to ask the
1: kids that one. Who invented the Fosbury flop. We're doing that. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, and, and what is it?
0: he just recently passed away too, by the way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Carrie says, it'd be good to have Cindy
0: on. So yeah, we'll set that up. All right. Anything else?
1: No, we got to get ready hooked on
0: Jesus. You got anything else?
1: <laughs>
0: just kidding. All right. We, we love you guys so much. And we do, you guys are part of our inner circle.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: You, uh, uh and even hooked on Jesus. Can, uh Can <laughs> hang out with us. Just kidding. um,
1: we love you guys. Have yeah. a great Sunday, Kate. Hope you enjoyed your Sunday. Uh, God, uh, God bless you guys. We'll hopefully, see you tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Bye. All right. God bless. Oh, don't forget Jack Kibbs, Pastor, Pastor Jack Kibbs, Calvary Chapel, Hills. He's back tomorrow. Yes. All right. That's it. Goodbye.